Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everybody, this is God's Whole Story. My name's Mandy, and I'm joined by Ryan, and we are knee-deep in the Psalms. And we were saying yesterday, you know, like really the best way to read a psalm is a psalm at a time. That's what I always say. A psalm a day keeps the despair away. I'm never going to say that again. I just made that up right now. I think it was great. I actually love it. I'm going to put it on my bathroom mirror. Um, <laughs> that spun around real quick. <laughs> so, which leads us into David. He's spinning around real quick all the time. <laughs> and so anyway, we're going to read through several today, probably like five or six, um, and just talk through them. And one thing I noticed as we um, we're reading even yesterday's and today's. What I noticed was David always has the ultimate um, desire that people would give glory to God at the end of the day. He's like, God, rescue me so that everyone will see it was you. Hey, God, bring your justice so that everyone will praise your name. Hey, God, can you give the victory so that everybody could acknowledge that God gave the victory? All the nations will declare your name. All the nations will worship you. All the nations will say how amazing you are, God, if you could just come through for me. And um, I think that's really beautiful because we can ask God for a lot of things. Now, David often says throughout these, and I think today we read it, examine me, search my heart, search my motives. And that's one thing that the Psalms will do for us. It will expose parts of our hearts that, that maybe God needs to come in and heal and all of these things and give us a new perspective. That's what the Psalms do for me. They help me shift my perspective sometimes. Um, but he's always saying, God, examine me, look at my motives. I want to, I want to live with a pure heart. And I think it's from that pure place where he is saying, God, the reason I need you to come through for me is because I need people to see actually how great you are. I've experienced your greatness. I know your greatness. I want everybody else to know your greatness. So could you come through for me? All right. So as we're talking about making everything about Jesus, um, I, one of my, my one of my favorite things about God's whole story is that we do get to see, like, if you commit to this journey, if you're trying to read through your Bible, if you're trying to listen through your Bible in a year, uh, hopefully you do start to see a little bit more connectedness um, than you would if you're just like pulling a passage or reading a little piece or whatever. Um, so what's interesting today is that I actually want to go to Jesus on the cross. Jesus um, is hanging on the cross. He's like very close to death. Uh, you can find the passage. It's Mark 15. It's in it's in a lot of gospels, but I want to look specifically at Mark 15. Um, and in Mark 15, it's verse 33. Jesus basically like shouts out, and I think in most Bibles, it's actually written in Aramaic probably, or like, um, I think it's Aramaic, but it's like, Sabachthani is the one, the one word I remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like real weird. Like if you're reading through it, do you, or do you have it right there? Wait, what was the verse again? Uh, Mark 15, 33. Yeah, I have it. What does it say? Okay. Well, it says. <laughs> yeah. It says something in Aramaic. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's verse 34 and it says. Eloi or Eloi. Okay. Lema Sabachthani or yeah. Sabachthani. Yeah. So so it, it's it's basically what he's saying is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Or like, why are you far from me? Yeah, that's what it um, says. That's what's recorded in Mark. Um, what's a little bit lost on us, unless we're used to a lot of Bible, is that he's not just shouting out in despair. He's actually quoting Psalm 22. Mm. Um, so definitely give Psalm 22 a listen or definitely like, 
read over Psalm 22. If you're, if you are choosing to focus on one Psalm a day as we do this thing, maybe that's a good one to look at. But Jesus is not just pulling words out of nowhere. He's actually quoting scripture to people that are gathered there as he dies on the cross. And so for me, reading over Psalm 22 with the context of like this, this was on the forefront of Jesus's mind as he died on the cross. It's pretty interesting to read. And what's pretty interesting to read about it, you you do need to do this for yourself, but there's so much in this psalm that's like, wait, this is literally what's happening to him. Yeah. So David's writing it like crying out to God, like, here's what's happening to me. I am withering away. Everybody's mocking me. People are leaving me. My bones are exposed. They're they're ripping my clothes off and, and casting sacred lots to get my garments and all this stuff. And it's like, yo, this sounds a lot like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, there, there is some prophetic nature to this uh, in that some of the things it, it explicitly says are things that explicitly happen to Jesus. You can see uh, verse 17. Well, it's the second half. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. Like the, the Roman guards were literally gambling to get Jesus' clothes to win it in like this contest. Um, so this is prophetic in nature. And the other one that stuck out to me was the like earlier, if you look at maybe verses seven and eight, everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads saying, is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. Yeah. And that's literally what was happening when Jesus was on the cross. It's like, if you're so great, why don't you just have the angels like come rescue you? Or why don't you just rescue yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's pretty incredible. I mean, I mean, for me, just right now today, reading over this is like, whoa, this is pretty, it's pretty cool, cool slash, I don't know, like profound, profound to think about this. These are some of the last thoughts of Jesus before he was resurrected from the dead. Yeah. Um, and it's obvious that he would resonate with this Psalm. He's, he's scorned. He's rejected. He's hanging for everybody to see, but there is a turn in the Psalm. Uh, it starts around verse 22 where it's like, yeah, like I'm in this horrible place, but I'm still trusting you, God. Like mm-hmm. I'm still looking to you. And so I think through it in in the the fact that it is prophetic about Jesus, but Jesus is thinking about it as he dies, we see his obedience to the Father. He's like, I'm in this horrible place. It's terrible for me, but I trust you. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to commit to your plan. Yeah, because this, this moment isn't the end of the story because the yeah. last several verses of this psalm point to and generations are going to know your name um they're going to talk about your wonders they're like this is actually gonna this is going to impact people forever yeah um and so he knew it wasn't just this moment that was which is that's what i'm saying when i read the psalms and have this perspective shift right and when i when i say a psalm a day keeps the despair away what i mean is you read this and you realize oh this moment that's really awful in my life or feels yeah, just crushing actually isn't the end of the story. There's more to it. And it matters how I show up to that moment. It matters where I fix my eyes, who I'm fixing them on, what I remember to be true. And this is what we see David do over and over and over again. Yeah. Always showing up honest and always pointing it back to Jesus. I mean, that guy wants to cut people's lips off in the morning, but by night he really turns around. (laughs) We read a very famous psalm today, too, Psalm 23, one of my favorites. Um, and it's not one of my favorites because because we hear it all the time. It's one of my favorites because it's actually very beautiful. And when we talk about the Lord being our shepherd and, he, and, and giving us all we need, 
and like the promise that he's going to renew your strength. You're actually going to experience peace. You're going to experience rest. And even in the darkest valley, you're going to experience comfort. And even in the midst of your hardest time, in the midst of your enemies, there can still be a feast laid out before you where you experience God's blessings and the promise that his goodness and his unfailing love are always chasing you down. Like that's all packed into like six verses. This is probably David's best one. It's like, maybe that's why it's so famous. Greatest like, hits. Right? Thanks, David. Um, but I, I love it. And that's why we read it so often probably because it really is a picture of what the presence of God is and can be in our life, especially when we are um, facing really challenging times. So I, I, I love Psalm 23. Um, and I love this translation of it too. I mean, because growing up, I think I probably had a different one memorized because every vacation Bible school, we memorize this one. I shall not want. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I what I did want was the prize at the end of the week. So I memorized like, it. Wait, I do want stuff though. <laughs> I call, yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, so I am, that is just always going to be one that encourages me uh, because I feel like it points to every aspect of your life. The times when you're in the valley, the times when you're in the presence of your enemies, the times when you need peace, when you need rest. It just kind of addresses it all. Were there any other things that stood out to you today? No, the Psalms just, just Psalm 22. Is that the one you're going to meditate on? Yeah, probably. You took a lot of notes. I just like it. No, I know. I want I want you to tell the people they can't. S- <laughs> all right, guys. Well, again, what we want to say is Pick a psalm from these that we read today that resonates with you. Whatever your soul kind of needs today, whatever your heart needs to hear, read it many times, meditate on it, ask God what he wants to say to you, and um, just see what happens. Email us any cool stories that happen. When, as you, um, yeah, as you spend time in the psalms, we would love to hear, like, what's God saying to you? What What is he showing you? Uh, maybe what's something new you learned about yourself or about God in doing this? We would definitely love to hear from you. So you can email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. Awesome. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. Have an awesome day. See ya. Bye. Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Every day I call to you, my God, but you do not answer. Every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief. Yet you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted in you, and you rescued them. They cried out to you and were saved. They trusted in you and were never disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man. I am scorned and despised by all. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads, saying, Is this the one who relies on the Lord? Then let the Lord save him. If the Lord loves him so much, let the Lord rescue him. Yet you brought me safely from my mother's womb and led me to trust you at my mother's breast. I was thrust into your arms at my birth. You have been my God from the moment I was born. Do not stay so far from me for trouble is near and no one else can help me. My enemies surround me like a herd of bulls. Fierce bulls of Bashan have hemmed me in. Like lions, they open their jaws against me, roaring and tearing into their prey. My life is poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax melting within me. My strength has dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have laid me in the dust and left me for dead. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes in on me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat. They divide my garments among themselves and throw dice for my clothing. O Lord, do not stay far away. You are my strength. Come quickly to my aid. Save me from the sword. Spare my precious life from these dogs. Snatch me from the lion's jaws and from the horns of these wild oxen. 
I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembled people. Praise the Lord, all you who fear him. Honor him, all you descendants of Jacob. Show him reverence, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not ignored or belittled the suffering of the needy. He has not turned his back on them, but he, he has listened to their cries for help. I will praise you in the great assembly. I will fulfill my vows in the presence of those who worship you. The poor will eat and be satisfied, and all who seek the Lord will praise him. Their hearts will rejoice with everlasting joy. The whole earth will acknowledge the Lord and return to him. All the families of the nations will bow down before him, for the royal power belongs to the Lord. He rules all the nations. Let the rich of the earth feast and worship, bow before him, all who are mortal, all whose lives will end as dust. Our children will also serve him. Future generations will hear about the wonders of the Lord. His righteous acts will be told to those not yet born. They will hear about everything he has done. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. For he laid the earth's foundation on the seas and built it on the ocean depths. Who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Only those whose hands and hearts are pure, who do not worship idols and never tell lies. They will receive the Lord's blessing and I have a right relationship with God, their savior. Such people may seek you and worship in your presence, O God of Jacob. Open up ancient gates, open up ancient doors, and let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, invincible in battle. Open up ancient gates, open up ancient doors, and let the King of glory enter. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of heaven's armies. He is the King of glory. Psalm 25. O Lord, I give my life to you. I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be disgraced or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced, but disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and unfailing love, which you have shown from long ages past. Do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth. Remember me in the light of your unfailing love, for you are merciful, O Lord. The Lord is good and does what is right. He shows the proper path to those who go astray. He leads the humble in doing right, teaching them his way. The Lord leads with unfailing love and faithfulness all who keep his covenant and obey his demands. For the honor of your name, O Lord, forgive my many, many sins. Who are those who fear the Lord? He will show them the path they should choose. They will live in prosperity and their children will inherit the land. The Lord is a friend to those who fear him. He teaches them his covenant. My eyes are always on the Lord, for he rescues me from the traps of my enemies. Turn to me and have mercy, for I am alone and in deep distress. My problems go from bad to worse. Oh, save me from them all. Feel my pain and see my trouble. Forgive all my sins. See how many enemies I have and how viciously they hate me. Protect me. Rescue my life from them. Do not let me be disgraced, for in you I take refuge. May integrity and honesty protect me, for I put my hope in you. O God, ransom Israel from all its troubles. Psalm 26. Declare me innocent, O Lord, for I have acted with integrity. I have trusted in the Lord without wavering. Put me on trial, Lord, and cross-examine me. Test my motives and my heart. For I am always aware of your unfailing love, and I have lived according to your truth. I do not spend time with liars or go along with hypocrites. 
I hate the gatherings of those who do evil, and I refuse to join in with the wicked. I wash my hands to declare my innocence. I come to your altar, O Lord, singing a song of thanksgiving and telling of all your wonders. I love your sanctuary, Lord, the place where your glorious presence dwells. Don't let me suffer the fate of sinners. Don't condemn me along with murderers. Their hands are dirty with evil schemes and they constantly take bribes, but I am not like that. I live with integrity, so redeem me and show me mercy. Now I stand on solid ground and I will publicly praise the Lord. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.